Hey, everybody, welcome back to the spin right. I'm here with the boys, Cal and Petey. Say what's up, gents. Yo, ready to rock. Yo, today we only talk, today we are talking about the hit TV show on HBO Max, DMZ. It's a comic book adaptation. Um, I believe it was like Mike Woods um, that came out in a vertical comic, and now it's under the DC Black label. But it was a dystopian New York City, which is a demilitarized zone between the free states of of America and the United States of America who are fighting over. So, and we have a journal, we have in this iteration in the comic book, it was an, a, 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 an intern who becomes a journalist and he basically documents what's happening there. But in this iteration, we have one of our favorite actresses. That's right, her, the night nurse herself. What's her name, Petey? Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson, you know what it is. Like, of course, this, this is also, um, this particular show is being also, um, I guess, Produced by Ava Ava Duvernay for DC. Duvernay. Duvernay. So hey, we've all watched it. What is your take on it, PD? Oh, it's like a it's like a present day um, Escape from New York slash um, what was the other thing I was thinking of? or Warriors type of thing. It's hmm. basically sort of like a um, I mean it's has a lot of political stuff in there. But um, basically, Rosario Dawson, the character whose name is Alma, she is when it's getting, you know, when they're breaking it off, she's right at the beginning part with her son and she's telling her son to follow this bus to get out. And when she gets to the bus, she can't get out, right? So she, you know, she loses her son, she, she has to leave. And then next thing you know, it's eight years later, she comes back to try to find her son, she gets away in. And she finds that the whole thing is way different, worse than what she expected, much more dangerous. She still has high hopes for finding her son. She finds some other people that she knows, some people that were, you know, one one person who was a nobody who's now a big, big person in Chinatown, which is Wilson. And as she goes on, she helps the medics that are out there. She finds a young boy to help out. And then at the same time, the big thing at the end, we are also seeing some of the factions like the, I guess the black neighborhoods, the like the Spanish, uh, Hispanic neighborhoods. So we have all the stuff happening, but we see this one character is called Skell, who's this guy who's like a forcer, very dark person, doesn't want to stay with anyone. And as the story plays out, wind up that, um, that Skell is actually the person that um, Rosario's character is looking for. And it break kind of breaks her heart. So it's like some heavy family. Yeah, why don't you say who it is, Petey? Who the That's her son. Her son is the okay. is this dark person who's beating the people down, stealing, killing, doing all this terrible stuff. Right? So the second one works right into it and goes right into that. That she finally she goes back to her old whole stopping ground. She finds the people she's expecting, who's Benjamin Bratt, who's the leader of this. This gang, this ruffian, these ruffians and whatnot. She comes in the house, which came to my favorite scene where we have the cat fight between the old wife and the new girlfriend. And they have that sort of thing. She's trying to, you know, like correct all them about the mistakes they have. And she finds out she can't go home. She goes there, she gets treated. The new girlfriend tries to snatch it by the hair. They have the old school cat fight. She goes to find a son, and the son breaks her heart. And uh, it's a tough scene, but it's, you know, a kid who's been through like the 
It's a naughty by nurture. He's been this hard life that he kind of walked into and chose. He chose for you know his own reasons, but you know it kind of hurts her, and she has to figure things out from there. But ultimately, for me, uh, that's the, my my beginning overview. I you know it's just okay, sort of fun sort of story. But it had a lot of those elements from the Warriors and Escape from New York that um that I liked, and like seeing kind of messed up New York type of thing is. It's fun to always kind of see. So more so than um, what's that thing? Than um, what's that? We are. I am legend. This was you know having even though the connection's a little too simple for her, it makes it an easier connection to the story. Having her connected to Wilson and Benjamin Bratt's character and Skells, it makes it easy in to all these characters. But there is sort of mythic type of things that are going on in here. So otherwise, that it was just a fun, it's sort of a fun series. Or a short series because only four episodes. So uh, really, it's just a gigantic uh, movie, four-hour movie. That's what it really turns out to be. So, Cal, what's your take <laughs> on this, buddy? Uh, in, yeah, interesting. Pre- I mean, mm, is it similar to Anabasis? No, because that's really the foundation for Warriors. But uh, I, you know, oh. I guess not. Over overall, overall, I was just. Overall, I was disappointed with it. I thought it started off with a really interesting premise and the buildup that uh, this was a character who she was getting in over her head. She didn't know what she was getting into, but the story never played out that this was something that she couldn't handle or even that this place was this, uh, the demilitarized zone seemed to have a good amount of order and regulation to it, despite uh, the ostensible appearance that it was supposed to be I guess this wilder place because there was uh, because it's between these two uh is between these two governments these two countries and she maneuvers without any issue whatsoever she maneuvered without she maneuvered so well that I, I kept asking myself why isn't she dead yet she keeps pissing off all the wrong people but you know she's the lead so I guess you know she just you know gets the filter through uh the, the main criticism I had is they either removed or killed off every Every solid male character on the show was gone by the end of the by the end of the series. So I watched it, and of course, I think, well, if this had been a show and they removed every you know strong female lead, I'm pretty certain that you know there'd be some talk re- regarding that. But every single, just a, yeah, every single compelling strong male character was gone by the end of this series. And so I asked, well, why do I want to keep watching this? So. It just didn't do anything for me. Love Rosario Dawson, not in this vehicle. I mean, I, I, there were some definitely some elements that I thought were uh, a little bit trying. And one of the things that I got to say about the show is that the acting, I thought some of the actors were, were great. I love Benjamin Bratt. I think he did a great thing as Parco. I like um, the character, the, the, the actor playing um, Wilson. Fantastic, too. And of course, Susie, his adopted mother or his supportive mother. I thought the acting general, generally overall was pretty good. Um, Probably the problem that I've had with the show is that, you know, I read the comic from TMZ and my gosh, it's like night and day difference. And all they had to do was not put the TMZ label on it. And I would say this would have been its own separate thing, you know, but DMZ, they tried to utilize that, but then they totally made it go a total left turn. And it's like, it's, it, 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 it has the, the um, veneer of the DMZ comic but it, it really isn't the DMZ comic. And I think that someone really should go out there and do a great uh, either uh, animated version of it or even another live version. Sure. Because, but getting back to this particular show, 
You know, but before you go, can, can they do it? Is that is this like you were saying? Was it the pre? This sort of pre? What's in the comic book, or is it just you feel like it was edited out? No, I think that it's just they, they made some creative decisions that were just totally different. Like the character of Alma, who is Christian's mother, Scale's mother. I mean, that whole storyline really wasn't there. Uh, um, Z is there. Don't get me wrong; she is there. Um, she's a, a different character. The main focus is a character named Maddie, um, who's who we, we go through this whole story. She, he goes into the DMZ as, a, as, a, as an intern to a journalist who gets killed right away. And so now he takes it upon himself to document what's going on here in the DMZ. And I mean, this is basically, the, the, the comic came after what, 2005, after September 11th. And they, I think that the, Mike Woods did a great job of trying to capture you know, war isn't clean, war is dirty, and, you know, enemies on one side can also be friends on another on another day. So it really depends on what's going on. And here, you know, you you, you kind of see this, you see this where Paco is working with um, United States, you know, even though theoretically he's supposed to be independent, they want to, he wants to build his own country or own state, and you have, because they had this whole election going on between him and Wilson, about who's going to become the governor of the DMZ. Then you have the same thing going on with, um, with uh, Wilson, who is, has connections with the free states. And, you know, so no one here is like, they all claim to be independent, but they're all working with other groups or they're representing other groups. And this is writ large, this happens in the world all over. In minor conflicts within two, within the country, you have major superpowers involved, block, backing one side or the other. Um, I, I just, probably my expectation was that it was gonna be close to what it was there in the comic, a little bit more grittier. Um, I mean, I, I, I see why they did some of the things. It, it just looked too bright and nice and cool, you know. Everybody eating okay, everybody all right. Don't get me wrong. In the in the comic, they do talk about how they're able to to create food, you know, using um, you know apartments or, or or farming on rooftops, stuff like that. And but it, I just did not feel that that type of dystopian. It just felt like one of those. And, and I'm not going to knock it. The like the 100. It's nice and everybody's shiny and everybody's fine, you know, but are they really <sighs> don't you try to take out the 100 just side swiping at the 100. Hey, I, I like the 100 for what the 100 is and it says what it is, the 100, you know, but it doesn't claim to be something else. And that's the only problem I have with it. Again, I like the acting again on the whole, overall, the actors did a great job with the materials they had, but I just mm -hmm. thought that some of the decisions that they ended up deciding on was very different. If they would have made her like, didn't have that whole scale. And I think to me, that whole scale, the mother, um, um, the whole mother-son mother dynamic, she's like eight years, she's looking for him. Um, she looked in the US, she looked in the free states. And I'm like, but he had a father, he was, they, they, they got separated in the DMZ and he had a father who was in the DMZ. He had connections, familiar connections in the DMZ. Wouldn't you think like, yo, let me check out the here too? You know what I'm trying to say? That's just my take. Eight years later, you know, things have continued. He's a grown man. But why would? But, but that's the thing. Why would he? Why would she even think that? Because it seems like his relationship with his father was just a throwaway thing at the end of the day. You know, they because for eight oh, years, I, for eight, for eight years, his father, you know, shields him, protects him. Even when he gets abducted, his father comes over and makes certain that he rescues him. Totally demolishes everybody. And within two weeks' time, with his mother coming back, he's ready to turn his father. He turns his father over with no boots. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it's 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 kind of weird. And then and remember, he chose his father when he remember he left his mother. He had that choice when when she was looking for him, they were together and they were going to leave together. He stayed back. Right? That doesn't mean he chose the father there. You're saying, he you're said, saying yes, you know he from said, 
he said, said it to him. She didn't know that when he said it, though. That's the right. thing that she knew that he chose. He didn't. She didn't know that. But she said, I hear what you're saying with that part. Tied up when he was tied up. He told her. He explained to her exactly what he says because you know I felt guilty for my father because you put, you called the cops on him and stuff like that because he showed me the gun. That's why. Okay. So also, you know, you were too overprotective. So he chose his father. He said, "I chose to go," and she's like, "Oh, you were looking for me all the time." And he's like, "Ah, yo, that was on you, basically." So he yeah, chose. Well, that's what. He, but he didn't. But she didn't know that. That's all I'm saying to you is that she, she didn't okay, know. She that. didn't know. But that's what I'm just saying that you know, for this whole journey was like, when you found that out, it was like just throw the the uh, through the whole thing. We're gonna bring this guy who's a killer. He has a list on a building <laughs> all the way down. All the, oh, he's redeemed. He's my son. You haven't met this kid in eight years. I guess Hitler's mother could have come and say, "Oh, he's redeemable." Let list he's only a million. Anybody's redeemable, except for him. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's redeemable except everybody's redeemable except for his father. <laughs> no, I mean, this, I like Marco. Marco was this, cool. I, I had a There's real no issue with that. I had a real issue because this kid survives for eight years because of his father. Okay, yes. and I can understand with more time. Maybe with more time, I could understand maybe some conflict or something. But literally, his mother couldn't have been around longer than two weeks. And he, he, I mean, literally, he's, you know, his, he sells his father right down the river. I'm just like, okay, he just saved your life like a week ago. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's really hard to, it's just really hard to swallow that this is the route they were going. And then the other part was I really liked Parker. I loved how Benjamin Bratt, you know, really breathed some life into that character. And I just never got it. I never got the connection with the mother and scale, with Alma and scale over Parker and scale. And that also, uh, yeah. And it really did, you know, the fact that they, it almost seemed like systematically took all the male characters out to the part where they took his father out as well. I was like, I don't know, man. That just really did not sit well with me. It did not at all. <laughs> 100. It's like, yeah, I kind of felt like some of the male characters were sidelined and you you weren't expecting that. You know? Sidelined or um, killed. <laughs> I would I would go the reverse on it. I would say don't get rid of the cool characters. Don't get rid of Parco. Don't get rid of Skell. Don't clean him up to fix him with the art stuff. Because these are cool characters that you can use in this rough environment. And if you expect to do more, then you have to break Parker out of jail to do other stuff. So I don't think when you have cool characters, keep them in there. Don't I got I, I got to push. I, I'm going to push on that just a little because they got rid of every cool character they got rid of was male. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not I'm not but that portion of it is I mean, we can, I, we can go to there and we can go to that. People would say the reverse. Yeah, they would get they would be up in arms. But I'm just saying for a fact of when you have if you want to do more, you don't get rid of you put these characters in the thing where you don't want him to be breaking out you want him somewhere in this area for so it has some more fun because i mean like every every part of the film that benjamin bratt was in was great so it's like outside of of course the son's going to be able to beat him because he's been that's all he's been doing is pounding people into the ground so yeah at some point he's gonna have an edge but it was good to see benjamin brad also cheating to the fight saying hey we're in a fight <laughs> gonna be, you know old lion is not gonna be taking out the young bull <laughs> I, I wish he had cheated i wish benjamin he had cheated brad. to more i had, wish he had cheated to better efficacy <laughs> other than mm -hmm. i'm gonna cheat I get him this one sucker punch and I'm getting back to get my ass beat. I would have liked a more, 
I would have preferred more of like a 52-48 fight rather than just, okay, we're just handing this one over. But I see, this is again where your writing needs to come through. I have said this before. It's not enough that this person is right, this person is wrong. The audience really needs to be on the side of right. I really need to see, I really need to want to see Parko win and beat his father. I need to want to see Alma reconnect with his son. And that foundation was just never laid. Never, it was never laid down effectively. When they shipped off part, I was, you know, it, it, I should not be rooting for the villain at the end of the day. I should not be saying, man, I really hope Parko pulls off this plan, especially since this involves killing people. I shouldn't be there. But but, but that was the better developed character. Uh, Parko was the better developed character. Scale was the better developed character. Even Wei Lin, better developed character. And they really let Ama walk through this whole thing and they took for granted because she was the lead, well, that's enough. And there was, it never came, it never broke out of that for me. That was a really big draw. Aside of the fact that I knew they were gonna make a lot of changes because a lot of stuff in the comic, they just weren't gonna be able to do. I knew they were gonna make a lot of changes, but it, it just comes across as very, uh, it comes it just comes across very trite at the end of the day with how they ended the story. I mean, it just came across very trite how they ended the story. And very and very diaphanous in terms of what they were trying to show at the end of the day. So you know, well, if there's a second season, they have an audience for it. So I suppose they'll go. It'll be there. I won't be there. <laughs> yeah, and 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 one thing I got to say though is that she comes into the story, and this happens to a lot of stories. And I'm not going to knock it too much, but you know, she, this person who's been outside of the DMZ for eight years, you don't know what she's done, how she survived how she's able to get uh, all these things. Eight years, and she comes in and she becomes a leader, right? Eight years, she comes in and she knows all the players. She knows Wilson, who used to work in the clinic with her. She knows Paco, who's her husband, who, who was her baby daddy. You know what I'm trying to say? She moves in and out of places without anybody doing anything. And I know this is a, 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 this is a technique you have to be able to get the character to go from A to place. But we live in New York and we know, first of all, it's not easy. Even here, getting across from place to place is easy. And they, they didn't seem like, they, oh, these all have neighborhoods that they're, they're, they're locked off by different things. She just walked through every single neighborhood. Well, it's like, there's no if that was us, we would have been dead within the first well, episode. Exactly. Killed us. Well, no, I, I would it, say it, like this. The it was problem, agreed. But that's what I that's what I was saying in the beginning. The problem, which a lot of stories do, and this is not defending it, is that they cut off this setup to having characters that she'd have to meet. They had the her ex-boyfriend be the leader of one thing and the orderly that she worked with being the other thing to give her the shortcut into the story rather than having to build a decent relationship with these guys to connect with them rather than some gangster who protected Skells this entire time that she doesn't know that doesn't have the girl that she can, she can inspire at some point. This is just a shortcut that people love to say, well, why would I watch it if she's not connected to these people some way where you have to be you have to develop this stuff instead of saying, let me get my shortcut so I can get to the story. And that's how you unravel the whole thing because it ends too quickly rather than have her come into an area that she doesn't know, that she doesn't know the players. And I don't know how she knew, um, what's the name, the chick that was in the cloisters, but she had a, that gave a mythic quality to the, the woman in the cloisters. But at the same time, I was just like, well, how does she know that? Una? The one Una, yeah, she said, Una goes where Una wants to go. 
And I was like, this is interesting, but at the same time, has she been doing homework on this stuff? Then she should already know. If she knows who Una is, then she should know everything, all the plays. They said in the story, they said Una was, was, was basically standing by herself, and so she just went up there. And no, she but she it. said before that they were talking about Una, and she was in the conversation like she knew what her... She didn't know Una before she got up there, because Una explained to her that... Oh, no, she, she said didn't... something to them. Remember she said, they were saying about I'm Una, saying, she said... In a, a Una didn't know way. who she was, and she explained... She Not explained Una, I'm saying, saying that Rosario's Kazi knew who she who Una was. That's the thing that was kind of throwing me. It's like, she shouldn't know anything about this woman, right? Right, but she didn't. She got told about it. She was in the conversation, and she got told about but it. she and said that's why something she, in that conversation. That's the thing that I'm struggling with. She didn't just sit there and say, who's that? I think I'll go up and find her. She was like, Una goes where she, like she added to the conversation. She wasn't just a thing. And I think that that's one of the things that's hurting the story of just saying these shortcuts instead of saying she has to learn, figure this stuff out and she can build build relationships through like maybe helping, you know, in, you know, helping injured people, but they kind of, those, you know, you can't help the gangsters when they already show you in the first episode, you help someone from another game, they just come back and kill you. So um, that I was, I, I, I thought that was one of the stronger things, okay, to, to show within the show within DMZ. And that was just like a, almost like a check, a checkbox moment at the end of the day. It was, it was just, it was just too easy. It was like some Ray Skywalker stuff at the end of the day. It was just too easy. Uh, where you know it, it, it just there was no point where she had to put genuine effort genuine struggle and i'm not saying that every character needs to do this okay but in the situation you're putting the character especially with the build-up that oh you're coming in here and you don't know what you're getting in you don't know what you're getting into you don't know what you're getting into and two weeks later you're running the show well yeah that's too much of a rush for story-wise yeah but i mean look I'm one one of my the themes that I've always liked film literature all that stuff is that theme of father and son, okay. And so yeah, when you come over here and you have that dynamic and they had some cool moments between uh, between Parco and Skell and I was like okay I really want to see how this is going to resolve because he obviously has love for his father and then his mother comes back in and at some point it was just like nah man you're evil you gotta go I was like oh wow that was so easy. It was just like, okay, and but that's that right over there is the better developed relationship. That's the better dynamic you have going on. So from a writing standpoint, if you want to get to the end and Alma's going to be here and she's showing them all a new way and so on and so forth, then you got to, that's a heavier lift. It's, it's possible without a doubt, but that's a heavier lift and you got to show that. But when I saw, I see the end, all the dudes are gone and even Carmen, the chick who was trying to beat the crap out of her earlier, they're all standing together. I'm like, why are you with her? Parko's gone, okay? Supposedly you were down with him and now you're down with her? It's been two weeks. They apparently yeah, like, did, hey, not, like, they did a, not like him like, being involved with the police, with the government. That turned everybody off. That they was, gave some better guns, but for some reason, everyone disliked that. That was somehow wow. he set up something. Uh, that, you were saying they're gonna be independent. We were saying they're going to be independent, and then yo, you 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 you're in the um, cahoots with the the people you're supposed to be independent from. So I kind of see that, but I, I go I just go back to the fact that um, you know I think that there's just some tragic missteps in, in how 
this was portrayed. I think that the 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 hospital aspect of it, uh, the clinic aspect of it, and the ability to connect with other things was great. You know, I think her relationship there as the if she had expanded upon more of that as opposed to I'm looking for my son, I'm looking for this guy, I'm looking for this kid. Hell, you know, her relationship with Odie I think would have been much better. You know, um, the little kid. Yeah. You know, where, you know <laughs> he was he was literally the last man standing. <laughs> Well, one of the things, one of the things that I'll say about this, which is what really drew me in, was that it just really looked gorgeous, and it was just like really had that the, these things that uh, do even doing it does with the film and makes it look. And I don't usually buy into that as far as what should be you know sell you on it, but it was just like that was one of the things that they really dug at. Like every shot of Benjamin Bratt was like amazing. I just kept saying. Oh, I want him to be a weathered submariner in the, in one of those Marvel movies, fighting a digital Hulk, like a like a, a gigantic Hulk and sort of a real thin submariner. That would be great. But yeah, it was just something that looked really good and it had that feel. But I mean, there's nothing. I mean, not going to you know go to the mat to try to change you guys' opinion, but it's just something gorgeous to look at. So anyway, hey. I I can agree with that. I thought the visuals, you know, the visuals were really good. Cinematography was good. You know, no issues there. But I'm primarily a, I'm primarily a story guy. I, you know, I really pay attention to the sequence of events. The characterization for me is more uh, that's more icing on the cake at the end of the day. And you know, what can I say? You had pretty good icing and uh, no cake. <laughs> So we're done. Mars. Hello? Mars. Anything else? What happened? What had something yeah. something happened? Can anybody hear me? Mars. Anybody? I can hear you now. Yeah, I can hear you. Mars, what's going on? It says internet connection is unstable. That's what it says. I can hear you. Why aren't you saying anything though? What's up? If you can hear us, why don't you just say you can hear us? <laughs> I guess you I can't hear us. Say that. So then, what are you doing? Yeah, we're both saying you just stood there. Oh, God. I'm frozen. Am I not saying something? You're not. How you can, weren't frozen. How can you be frozen and we're saying we can hear you? I was there. Oh, whatever. What did somebody? Did somebody do something? What? Nobody did anything. I'm saying you guys are both frozen. And I'm just saying like, yo, you guys are frozen. Look, the point of the matter is, hey, um, we both, we all enjoyed this show to some degree. Um, that we think that they definitely had issues um, that, that that hopefully if there's a second season that they can probably resolve. Um, I oh, don't know where they come back. You don't think there's gonna be a second season? How you, no, no, you can have a second season. You can have a second season, but what tends to happen is they usually double down on whatever they did in the first season. It's very rare that they improve on the first season. So you have a second season, but everything that got you through the first season is gone. So what do you do? What do you do? Your major, you know, the, the major conflict that you had is gone. And so you're going to do a second season. You'll probably try to recreate some of those moments, but it usually tends to, it usually tends not to wash and second season tends to be your last season. But they have they have like 72 issues of the comic. They have the character Mars was talking about to bring in. I mean, not to say not to say that 
you know, we, your, 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 your reservations against it are unfounded. I'm just saying there's a lot more stuff that they can touch on and they haven't even got to the character that Mars wants to see yet. Yeah, they probably like, can we get won't. that Rosario Dawson out of here so we can get this photojournalist in here. And they probably won't get to that. They no, probably no, no, won't the get to that character. No, the, the character that we that Maddie is just our lens into this world. So it could have been anyone else. And, and but the, but the point here is who we really wanted to see was the Parco Delgado, the Wilson, you know, the different gangs and see how how New York is being one. That's what he's just our our, our you lens don't to see, see that. So you I, want to see Rosario Dawson in a tank top and a wife beater? <laughs> so if, if see, that's not that, that's, that's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. I'm trying to stay higher level here. That's not fair. I mean, what are we what are we, what are we talking about here? Didn't you light up when you saw Z smile at the end? She's been going through so much, running and ducking, and did she bring the smile lights up the? Don't don't oh. don't. Don't do that, PD. That's not fair, man. I know what you're doing. Don't do it. Lights up the room, man. You get your Mars. You get your photojournalist. It's okay. It's coming up. Well, I just uh, hey, we don't. This is this and this is one of the criticisms I've had. With, this is one of the criticisms I had with Ava DuVernay as a director. You know this type of st this type of stuff that she goes on. She'll do something, and I'm like, oh wow, that was that was pretty good. But then she does something else and I'm like, no, if you could just hold back on the self-indulgent stuff, okay, and just really concentrate on delivering a solid story, you know, like, uh, you know, like she's done in some of the other things that I've seen that, that enjoyed. I mean, when she's on, she's on. But when she in self-indulges, then I get this and I, I just can't go and I can't go with it. I, I don't necessarily know if I have a problem with the self-indulging i mean all of them do it i just have a problem with just give us a good story and that's the key thing you know if you all i'm saying just don't call it dmz call it something else you know back to new york or whatever it's just z we're stuck in new york it's just, just yeah P, just for example call, in terms of call comics, it z z the wonder chick <laughs> yeah z right i'm saying but in terms of new, in terms of the comic this has blown through like half the comics already so you know it's gone from a to z already so it's like some of the great visuals are missing. I mean, they've been done in other movies and stuff like that, but you know, we haven't gone to to to, to see the 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 cantinas on the in, on the rooftops. We haven't seen like people on different sides of the river communicating yeah, yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to see any of that. Don't even don't even wait to. See. You're not going to see any of that. Don't don't even sweat uh, that. So then, then, yeah, that's once, not. Yeah. Once they get some more money to do another season, they can do all of that. They're not doing any of that because if they if they could have done that in the first, they could have focused on those type of aspects of really trying to show the world that these people lived in in the first season. And if they go into the second season, they're not going to expand on any of that because, again, they're going to go brass tacks. People came for what they saw the first season. Why should we expand on anything? We're going to give them more of what they enjoyed, but maybe a little bit of extra stuff. But this is what got us to the second season. So we're going to double down on this. It's like Batman forever. I I, I, you're right. You're right. Batman Forever. What do you guys? Oh, they loved all the neon lights and all the bright colors. So we're gonna do Batman and Robin. More neon lights and bright colors. Uh oh, they didn't like it. Well, still gotta check. Okay. So listen, is there anything else you guys gotta say, or are we gonna close it out now? You can close it out. Uh, I won't say. All right, it. Then, hey. I'm just gonna hold my peace. I won't say it. All right. Hey, if you like what you saw, give us thumbs up. Um, comment, subscribe, 
Spin rack. Out. Out.